welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Two and a half years ago, I had an opportunity to meet somebody at the EWAS conference, which is the Elite Wealth Advisor Symposium. Uh, and it was an absolutely fantastic event. And it has honestly been hit or miss, hit or miss to try to get Andrea on the show. Now, I'm so happy that she's here. Now, we're going to cover a lot of ground really fast. So I usually go into a bunch of hut history. Andrea, I'm not doing that, right? I mean, we're just going to dive right into who you are, what you do, what this EOS is, and most importantly, how can, by somebody using this, can they start creating better content and be more efficient with marketing? So, Andrea, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I am so excited. Yes, two and a half years has flown by, right? It, oh, my gosh. Well, I just think that we want to do a time vacuum uh, with COVID, but, uh, you know, that's all right. So, you know, I don't know. I look two years younger. That's the way I look at it. Okay. EOS. Let's talk about Ironside. Scott, who you are and what this system is. And really, let's just start unpacking it and peeling that onion. Perfect. So I am an EOS implementer. What is EOS? EOS is the entrepreneurial operating system. So what I do is I help entrepreneurs, business owners, financial advisory firms get everything that they want from their business. And I do that by helping them to implement an absolutely complete system with a set of simple, practical tools to help them get three things, Matt, three things, vision, traction, and healthy. So vision from the standpoint of first getting your leaders 100% on the same page with a vision for your organization, where you're going, how you're going to get there. Traction from the standpoint of helping your leaders to become more disciplined and accountable and masters of execution to get every aspect of the vision to become reality because how often is it not? And then from the standpoint of healthy, of helping your leaders become healthy, functional, cohesive leadership team members, because unfortunately leaders often don't really play well together. Mm -hmm. And from there, so goes the leadership team will go the rest of the organization, the rest of the practice and everyone will be rowing in the same direction mm -hmm. with all that human energy in a meaningful direction, discipline, accountable, getting it all done, advanced, healthy, functional, cohesive, with absolutely great chemistry. So if that resonates with all of your listeners, EOS is something I would love to share with the world and make sure everybody has all of the tools to implement it. And we're going to unpack a piece of this. And I just, I want to be very open and honest with everybody. So when Andrea and I were looking at this stuff, uh, here's the deal. This is like, like uh, peeling and peeling and peeling and peeling. And I mean, we don't have time to do all of that today. Obviously, this is a marketing podcast. We're going to talk about how the EOS system can help you gain some clarity around three specific things, which we agreed on before the show. So three specific things out of all of these, these components. And then we're going to dive deeply into this idea of clarity. So, okay, let's talk about the three things. So we talked about vision. We talked about people. And what was the third one? Data. Data. Good. Okay. Yes. So take it away. 
Bring it All on, right. sister. So uh, like those three we're going to talk about, but I want to say there are six elements or a lens, if you will, that we look through for the EOS process. The first three, vision, people, and data, I'll jump right into those. So vision, there are eight questions that we ask leadership teams to get clarity on of what are your core values? What is your core focus? What's your tenure target? What is your marketing strategy? What's your three-year picture? What's your one-year plan? 90-day rocks and the issues. I rattled off what is called a vision traction organizer, but all the questions to get out of your head, leadership team, onto paper to ensure, guess what? The rest of the people know where we're going. Because well, if we don't know where we're going, how do we know if we're going to get there? Right. But I mean, so I, that's a, a nice, you just made my bridge for me, which is right. Because here's the deal. So many financial advisors don't have a one-year, three-year, 10-year. They don't know they're right. They don't know those things. It's that cobbler with no shoes sort of old analogy, which is so surprising because advisors want their clients to take that long view, right? Andrian, you help advisors do that through a proven, and I love saying that because this is really, there's so much data behind this. We're going to get some of that. But also the simple fact that, that this is Speaking financial services professionals, RIA specifically, their language. This is part of your DNA, everybody, which is why I'm so excited to have you on the show. Okay, so there's vision. Let's go to people. So we've got vision with the eight questions and it's shared by all. I want to say that's the key component of the vision aspect. From the people, this is getting the right people in the right seat. So we have to start with structure first, which is the discipline is an accountability chart. What are all the roles and responsibilities, the functions, if you will, of the organization? Because typically a business has to run with a marketing and sales department, a business development, a finance, a compliance, an investment arm of this, a business operation arm. We put together with you an accountability chart to ensure that we have all the right seats clarified. And then we put the people in the seats. So structure first, people second right people, right seat. And then there's a discipline um, called the people analyzer. And guess where that comes from is the core values that we decide in the vision component. We now are measuring and monitoring people against those core values. Do they live and breathe by them all the time, sometimes or never? And if it's a never, I beg, I plead, I wish for you to disengage with those mm -hmm. folks that aren't following your core values. Right people, right seat. Right. But you said something on the, when we were warming up for the call that you build the company, you don't build the company around the people. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Because I think that's a big issue. Don't build the business around humans. Build the business for what the business needs. I see way too often financial advisors, well, one, they call me and go, hey, we just hired this person. What should we have them do? I'm like, how did we not decide that before you hired them? Bless your heart. <laughs> You know, I do live in Atlanta, so the bless your heart's <laughs> going to come out once in a while. From that perspective, build out the roles and responsibilities and the accountability chart for what you want the business to be like. So if I said 10 years from now, good Lord, that's 2032. How old are we going to be then? 2032, what does the business look like? If I have to keep changing the accountability chart and the roles and responsibilities because I have a slew of people that I built the business around and that group of people is gone. 
then I have to always be rebuilding. So let's not remodel always. Let's build it right the first time. And then we find the people that fit in the seats. That's why structure first, people second. Build it for the business, not the humans that are why, on the team right why now. Why do you think advisors, so I mean, that's such a huge, huge issue. Uh, you, you know, you're talking about, so part of the EOS system that I love so much is, is it's based on what entrepreneurs need to do to be successful, right? Now, I don't, I'm not paraphrasing your value prop, but that's kind of the way I look no, at that's it. So, a, you're yeah, spot okay. on. Okay. So, so why don't advisors run their practice like a business? Because they're great at being an advisor, not being a business owner. Okay, so it's e-myth. Back, all the way back it to is, the e-myth. Okay. It is. Right. And guess what? All of this EOS, and if you haven't read the book Traction, that is what EOS and the Entrepreneurial Operating System was birthed by Gino Wickman, who was an entrepreneur for life. And he cobbled together all of these resources and figuring out. And so, yes, you're going to see e-myth stuff. You're going to see Dan Sullivan and Strategic Coach and all of these things. But Gino Wickman cobbled it all together in this very simple set of tools. People misunderstand simple and easy. Simple is you can understand it. It's very clear. Easy implies there's no effort to do it. And guess what? There is a ton of effort to do this. So if you want to run a great business, this is a very simple system. So it's not complicated to understand, but there's a lot of effort to do it. Yeah. Well, you and I and your organization, our organization is in the exact same boat on that because what we offer is simple. It's not easy. It takes work. It takes focus. It takes dedication and it takes discipline, which are all of the things, by the way, that make not only a great marketer, but a really, really good business owner. Okay. So that's people. Last one's data. Go. So data is what are we measuring on a week to week basis so that we can understand and have clarity and know and not have 2 a.m. Oh my God, where are we at on this? The five to 15 numbers that you want to measure and monitor for your business. Less is more. So let me teleport you to a desert island, you and your leadership team, toes in the sand, libation in hand, and the cabana boy or girl brings you another libation as well as a single piece of paper. You and your leadership team, how many ever people that is, are not all together. You're on separate parts of the island. You cannot talk to each other. You do not have a phone. You have no other communication except that one single piece of paper. What are the five to 15 numbers that you want on your scorecard so that you know your business is running the way you want it to run? So advisor measurables can, of course they can be AUM and revenue. Those are the easy, low hanging fruit, but you say, I want to make sure that there's no compliance issues this week. I want to make sure that we have this many financial plans. I want to make sure that guess what? We have this many prospect meetings on the calendar. I want to make sure this is how many podcasts we've done. I want to make sure we have this many blog posts. So what are the measurables that you want to look at weekly, not monthly, not quarterly, not yearly, Weekly, my friend, because this is helping you to look at trends and what's happening in the business so that you don't come to the end of a quarter or the end of the year and go, oh, my God, we didn't hit the target. Yep. You can see that ebb and flow every single week. And you can now either stay on the island with your libation because all the numbers are great. And why well, I should say or <laughs> you have to get off the desert island and get back into the inside of the business because it's not running well. 
Right. This is something new for us here at Proudmouth, but we're, we're now offering uh, a, a very similar scorecard. We actually call it our, our mission control. It's based off our influence readiness score. Learning from people like you and learning from other really, really smart people that we hang out with, we realized that we had to build something that was quantifiable, that was measurable, that you could show progress over time uh, because podcasting's rather nebulous. Like you can have one episode that has 50 downloads and another episode that has 5,000 downloads, but you get a new client from the 50 episode and it's about the activity. It's not actually about the numbers. And so we actually built all of this sort of stuff to be able to work on that. And because of that, when I hear you say things like that, it's very reassuring to us because I mean, you're, you are the pro of all pros with this and your data is going to drive what they're going to change. We have finally implemented something that has data that shows you what you need to change. Ours is a scoring thing, much like yours, um, you know, and that you can track over time. So let, let's, let's, I want you to talk about a practice. So I know you've worked with hundreds, hundreds of financial advisors. Um, I mean, you know, you're, you're 27 years old. Oh, I love and, yeah. you. And you, you know, I, you've, <laughs> I you've had a you. thousand uh, advisors <laughs> under your belt. Um, so with that, uh, let's talk about some of the people who you've worked with, who have implemented your EOS system or this EOS system. How has that shaped their marketing? What does this level of structure, vision, clarity allow them to execute from a marketing perspective? marketing perspective, they know exactly who their target market is because we create a list of who are we going to work best with? What is our sweet spot? Not just let's throw out and spray and pray and hope something sticks, right? So we are identifying who their sweet spot is, what is their natural ability and that target market. Then we're really looking at what are the three uniques that make them the sea out, take them out of the sea of sameness. So we've got specifics that are going to play right into a podcast or a social media or a blog or any of that because they actually know who they're targeting, what the language is that's going to be best for that client base, right? And how we are going to communicate with them. Now, I'm going to say there is what's in the U.S. world. It's what is the guarantee to your clients in the financial advisory world? I know we can't say the word guarantee. Right. So let me shift it to say, what is your commitment to your client base when you are marketing to them? And all of that, if you can literally show me a picture of your client journey versus try to talk it through to me, that is going to behoove you so much better. So show me what the client journey is. So if I spoke EOS language, you know, we start with a 90 minute meeting to even determine if this is the right fit. Then we say, yes, it is. Well, there's a focus day and there's a vision building one and a vision building two and a quarterly one, two, three and a two day annual. Mm -hmm. I can spout all that out, but I have a nice one page graphic that shows you yeah. and it takes away all the questions. So show your clients what they're going to experience. It, 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 let's just tear, there's a bunch of stuff. I, I have to have to explain a little bit more about a couple of points that you made, but I just want everybody to just pause for a moment and think about how much concentrated focus client value content you can create out of what Andrea just said there. I mean, really your process, who, who, what, you know, when, where, why, all of those great things. When you have that level of clarity, the content really writes itself. But you said the three uniques. What what, what does that mean? What keeps you unique and takes you out of the sea of sameness of every financial advisor? What is your sweet spot? What do you do really well? 
I mean, I can say, okay, what, what's a differentiator in my world for a financial advisor? Well, I'm going to be the velvet hammer is a moniker that I've been given. So I'm not going to be easy. I'm going to help you through. I'm your teacher, right. your coach, your facilitator. What makes you different among the sea of financial advisory sameness? All right, hold on. Uh, give me an example. So let's, let's, let's think about all of the advisors that you've worked with. Tell me an example of somebody who, when you talk about what, how do they pull themselves out of the sea of sameness? Give, give us an example of a, an actual practice. We work with generations of family to impact beyond who we are working with currently. <laughs> we don't want to just so really in other words yeah. we don't want to just work with you yeah. they're already setting it up well like we want the you and the rest of your family for generations to come Ooh. i'm like okay instead of i'm the financial planner and i'll help you do your financial plan right. and retirement goals oh that's yes but i want to work with families and the generations to come to ensure that we impact your lives and the humans that are a part of your legacy that's kind of different. Well, and so clear, holy Moses. Like when you're hiring somebody, you hand that to the, you hand that statement to them and say, Hey, are you into this? Cause exactly. if you're not, you know, man, uh, that's, that's exactly. Just, oh my and goodness then gracious. I have to like, now you said well, when we're hiring somebody and we hand it, that's also ties us clear back to the core values under the vision, because that's also what you hand them and go, if you cannot live and breathe by these five things, Humbly confident, work hard, play hard, impact lives, whatever your so. And I will say those are not for marketing words. They can right. be, but that is not the objective. This is where it's the this is what we leave and breathe by. This is our core. This is our gut. Now, I work with a non-financial advisory firm that's an attorney group, and I do not want to offend any of your listeners, but one of their core values is we fix effed up problems. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is literally one of their yeah. core values. So if you don't have the critical thinking and the mm -hmm. fortuitiveness to be in that mindset of like, that's the kind of clients we work with. Well, um, so, then so it may not be a good fit for you. Sure. I want to pull that apart just a little bit more. The, the two things that you said there, because so in, in, in the world of content creation, <clears throat> you have to have a very, very strong foundation for your whole business, which, which are all the things that the EOS has talked about. And again, we only hit on three out of the six, which, which you have to talk to Andrea to find out the other ones. But anyway, so once in, once you have a clear vision, mission, and values, vision, mission, values, it's amazing because your content starts to emulate or, uh, Emily, it's not the right word. Um, I'm not usually at a loss for words on these things. Um, uh, amplify. <laughs> there we go. It, it actually it becomes, it comes out in an amplified way in everything that you say, all the conversations that you have, all of the content that you create. And I don't care what it is, video, blogs, podcasts, social media, I don't care. But when you know that and everybody's living and breathing it like you help them do, it makes people are drawn to you. Because our goal here, is to stop you selling from skeptics and actually selling to fans. Actually, the fans buy from you. That's where we really want you to go. And we know that if you are able to build that trust through great content by them knowing who you are, which is everything that you're saying, everything changes for your business. And again, that goes back to the sweet spot. And I want you to think about if I can frame it this way, of think about your client's language, what language do they speak, get to know their language, and think about the demographics of your clients. 
the geographics of your clients and the psychographics of your clients. Where do they live? What do they look like? And how do they think? Because if you know that, then you have content for days. Yeah. So, and and the, the vision aspect of this, uh, if I said, okay, Gallup Research tells us that 22% of team members do not believe that leaders know where they're going. That's a frightening statistic. <laughs> 22% of <laughs> team members believe leaders do not know where they're going. Mm. <sighs> so vision without traction is merely hallucination. Vision without traction is hallucination. So that's why this vision component is so critical and the vision component comprising of who are we even working with? What are we doing? Who are we working with? How are we doing it? Yeah. We got to know all that stuff. We've had a lot of people on this show who have talked about making sure that you have a clear mission and vision. And a, a few of them have had a process, right? And that was really the main reason why, well, you're, I, you're an amazing person uh, and I like you as a human. Uh, so I really wanted you on the show. And I think what you do is amazing. And, and to accentuate the amazing, it's the process, right? And, and everybody who's listening to this, there are a lot of people out there who say that they're coaches who will not have a process to pull this out of you that have a process that they've run over and over and over again to truly help you have this level of clarity. And that's why when I first saw this EOS system, I remember I was standing next to you or saying at your booth at EWAS and within 30 seconds, you had laid out this, this EOS idea. And I just looked at you and I smiled and I, and I don't know if you remember this, but I said, where have you been in our world in financial services? And you're like, well, I, I'm really busy. <laughs> and I was like, well, of course you <laughs> And are. I remember the awesome shoes you were wearing. So yes, yeah, I remember yeah, that day yeah, very yeah. clearly. It was a great day. It, it was, was a great, a great day. day. Um, it, that, that was, that was a whole bunch of fun. And, and I love the idea of actually really, truly having a process. There's so much in the world of business that doesn't have to be squishy, that can be clear, it can have definable, measurable, actionable things. And I really do think the EOS system is, it speaks our advisors' languages, and it also helps them be better content creators, better marketers, better business owners, better you know advisors to their clients. I mean, we're really firing on all cylinders. Better humans, because yeah. guess what? All of this clarity allows you to have all that human energy on your team to go in a meaningful direction instead of this scattered, like, where are we going? It takes all of that away. Simple, but not easy. Simple, but not easy. The velvet hammer. Yes, I was, I was given that moniker. Many, so many years ago. you have to talk <laughs> about that just a little bit. Uh, first off, that's magnificent. Uh, and, and when, if any of you have the, 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 Ability to be in her presence, there's such a level of confidence and firmness there. Like, I think that's fantastic. But uh, is do you have that? I mean, do you have like a velvet hammer? Why do I need one when I, I don't know? One? I, now, now I know <laughs> that. But now I just you. really want to make one and send it to you. So uh, you might get something for Christmas from, uh, from my craftiness here, because I just think that's absolutely fantastic. All right. So here's my favorite question that I, I, I would love to ask you, uh, because, you know, I prepare for these. <laughs> Sometimes the listeners are like, dude, what the hell is he doing? But I really do. Uh, and But uh, my favorite question is, what should I have asked you that I didn't? That is such a great question. And, you know, 
there's so much content here. I can't share it all with you today. So I can't say that you haven't asked me anything that I wouldn't want to share other than let's have more time. Let's do this again. Yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah, absolutely. I I actually, one of the things, and I don't normally say this on the show, but I, I, we need to get one of these in the books. You and I need to do a webinar. We, we need to be able to show, we need to show people what you're talking about. So we need to get it on the books. Now I am sure that there are going to be people who want to reach out to you. So number one, who number two, why Mm -hmm. three, how? So hit me, go. All right. So who is an independent advisory firm where we are at our best is 2 million in revenue and above. That's where this really, really works because this again is built for leadership team members. Granted, it is going to filter and cascade through the rest of the team, but this process is built for the leadership team. That might be two people. That might be seven people. Depends upon, but 2 million and up is the who what I want to offer is 90 minutes of your time. If this something is resonating with you just in this short amount of time that we've talked, Matt, I would love to help first with your listeners, give 90 minutes to show their leadership teams and all about EOS and give you the visual. So I want to do a Zoom call for any of your listeners that want to join me because I'm in a help first mentality. That's where my goal is. I'm an educator. I love it. I am passionate about planting seeds. This is not about engagement. I can give you 90 minutes of the movie version of EOS. And if you'll engage in that, that is what I'm offering to you to set up. We got a Calendly. We can do all that kind of stuff because it's going to leave you with great resources and see if even explore if EOS is even for you. So Let's connect. Yeah. So uh, we're going to have that link in the show notes. I also want them to follow you on LinkedIn. Uh, And one of the reasons why is because, well, you breathe this, uh, but it's cool too, because uh, your social media isn't always just about what you're offering. You like bring in all of these other people and you share other people's content. Uh, So it's really nice, everybody. So please make sure that you follow her and we'll make sure that we have a link in our show notes for that too. So Andrea, you you are amazing. Thank you so much for everything that you've done. Thank you for what you're doing to the advisor community because our advisors really truly need to flip that switch in their brain, stop running a practice, run a real business, run it with great proven techniques and you are the person to help them with this. It is a pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I love our collaboration. Sir. Yay! All right. So everybody, uh, so yep, check out the show notes. Uh, but I want to take just a, another quick moment. So many of you really want to be able to figure out how you can create your own content without breaking the bank or without killing yourself from a time perspective. If you want to learn how to do it for free, you can join the Pod Rocket Academy for free. Take the podcasting 101 class. It's going to tell you everything that you need to know more than you probably want to know about how to start a podcast, launch it successfully, and also get listeners. It is free. PodRocketAcademy.com is where you need to go. So for Andrea and everybody at Ironstone and all of us here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Halloran. We'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to know more about how you can be your own loud, visit us at Proudmouth.com and sign up for the PodRocket Academy. Through courses and office hours led by professional podcast producers and digital marketers, you will learn everything you need to know to become the trusted subject matter expert you were meant to be.